The blast from our past network. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Throwback Trivia Takedown. Adam and John Spees. Welcome to Throwback Trivia Takedown, a no-holds-barred trivia match between two contenders fighting for nostalgic glory. I'm your host, John Spees. And I'm your temporary co-host, Drew Bucksbaum. Thank you, Drew, for joining us. Adam couldn't be here, so Drew graciously stepped in to be my co-host. Today, we have two powerhouse contenders ready to duke it out in our trivia ring. In one corner... He beats trivia folks by the gallon, ripping them up with his talon, and he's funnier than Jimmy Fallon. It's Alan Chrysel. Alan, welcome to the show, and uh, remind the folks at home a little bit about you. Uh, my name is Alan. Thanks for that intro, I guess. Uh, don't <laughs> think I'm funnier than Jimmy Fallon, but uh, Jacksonville, Florida, work as a customer service rep for a uh, insurance company, and I play a lot of in-real-life trivia these days. Nice. Good to be back in the actual physical locations of doing trivia, I'm sure. Well, uh, in Florida, we never really went away from that. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, and trust me, sir, you, you are funnier than Jimmy Fallon. Not not <laughs> yeah. that it was a high bar, but... You at least don't me. laugh at your own jokes as much as Jimmy Fallon. <laughs> in the other corner, you'll vow to plow a sow when you ask how he tr- hits, uh, hits trivia with a pow. From Curacao to Macau, it's Bing... How now, brown cow? Bing, <laughs> welcome back to the show. Remind the folks at home a little bit about you. Uh, I'm uh, Bing Cow. I'm a rambling wreck from Georgia Tech, the best university in the state of Georgia. <laughs> um, I'm from Houston, Texas, and I'm a volunteer zookeeper at the Houston Zoo, uh, where I basically pick up poop. And we thank you for your service. Uh, all right, folks, well, let's learn how to play the game. Entering the ring are two contestants who will engage in three rounds of head-to-head trivia. Here are the rules. Round one consists of 10 questions in different pop culture categories focused on a decade that will be randomized. If you answer incorrectly, your opponent has the chance to steal. And the categories are movies, music, television, toys and games, sports, fashion, slang, news and politics, literature and food. Round two consists of the same 10 categories, but this time your opponent gets to pick your category. Each correct answer gives you 10 points. In the final round, you may bid up to as many points as you've earned before answering the final two questions. The categories for the final questions will be picked by the contestants, but the decade will again be randomized from those remaining. You must get both answers correct to earn your wager. Now it's time for a takedown. All right, before we get started, I, of course, want to know Alan and Bing just a little bit more. And I happen to see that uh, today would have been Anthony Bourdain's 67th birthday. Uh, and he is one of my favorite uh, celebrity chefs of all time. I want you to tell me, other than Mr. Bourdain, who is your favorite celebrity or TV chef? Yeah, for me, it's probably Guy Fieri. Uh, anyone with that kind of attitude uh, deserves his own shows. And uh, I like someone with an edge. Yeah, he took mine because I've actually met him in real life when he was here doing some restaurant stuff. Um, uh, someone else I got to pick. I will go with uh, Bobby Flay. Okay. Uh, both uh, Food Network uh, personalities, both restaurant owners, 
one definitely a little bit more of a big personality. Another one, um, you know, more known for his, I guess, his restaurants and his uh, actual technique and whatnot. It's a little bit of a tough choice. I think with with respect to the mayor of Flavortown, I've actually eaten at Bobby Flay's restaurants. So I'm going to have to go with Bobby Flay on this one. All right, so Alan, you're going to get to pick first in round one. What category would you like? Uh, TV. Then that's that's you. right. That's me. Right, right, right. <laughs> All right, we're going to the 80s. What was the name of Frazier's dog on Cheers? Frazier was forced to give the dog to Sam when he found that Diane was allergic. It probably made her salivate. Okay, thanks for the clue. I'm going to say Pavlov. Pavlov is correct. All right, off to a strong start, and we are over to Bing. Let's go sports. And that's going to be the 60s. In October of 1961, who hit his 61st home run, beating Babe Ruth's single-season record? 61 and 61. Uh, I believe that was Roger Maris. Roger Maris is correct. All right. Tit for tat, and we are back to Allen. Okay, he took sports. I'll say uh, movies. All right, movies, and it's going to be the 80s. If you cast the actors who played Queen Elizabeth II, Professor X, and Qui-Gon Jinn, you get what 1981 British fantasy epic? Getting my choice now. Um, Yeah, I can't think of it. Pass. All right. Passing. All right, Bing, can you steal? I don't think I know this. I mean, Queen Elizabeth II, uh, who could that be? I don't know if that's Helen Mirren. Or, um, you, know, you got Patrick Stewart, Samuel Jackson. Um, British movie, 1981. I don't know. I don't have an answer here. All right. Uh, Drew, any thoughts on this one? No, I love this question. It's very well written and like great clues, but I have no idea. All right. Well, Queen Elizabeth II was Helen Mirren. Uh, Professor X was Liam Neeson. Qui-Gon Jinn, not Samuel L. Jackson. Uh, that was Liam Neeson. Uh, this is the 1981 film Excalibur. All three of them were in that film. Okay. All right. Ever no, seen it. No harm, no foul. And we are back to Bing. Let's go Toys and Games. Toys and games, it's going to be the 2000s. What 2001 tabletop game innovated on the dungeon-crawling formula by taking the inside jokes of the genre and made them an integral part of the game? Bam. Mm. Bam. I'm not picking up on the clue there. Uh, Tabletop game, dungeon-crawling, this doesn't sound familiar. I'll just say 13 Dead End Drive. 13 Dead End Drive is incorrect. Alan, can you steal? Probably wrong, but I don't even know if it's even the same game. The only game that comes to mind is Gloomhaven. but Gloomhaven is also incorrect. It was not intentionally vague, maybe a little bit vague, but I was actually looking for the game Munchkin, hmm. which is literally a dungeon-crawling game, and every time you open the door, you're supposed to yell, bam. I thought right. that's like a card game. It is. That is still a on the tabletop, so it is still a tabletop game. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. I did not say board game. I said tabletop game. I was in the complete wrong area. That's all right. We are back to Alan. Music. All right. Music. You're going to the 50s. 
This is a finish the lyric question. Finish the last five words of this 1958 song. Chantilly lace and a pretty face, and a ponytail hanging down. A wiggle in her walk and a giggle in her talk. Makes the world go round? Makes the world go round is correct by the Big Bopper. All right, Bing, back to you left. We've got news, fashion, literature, slang, and food. Let's go news. News? It's going to be the 70s. And we have a question from Janelle Avstead Madsen. Thank you. In 1970, actions from members of a Canadian separatist group sparked a chain of events that led the Canadian government to invoke temporary suspension of civil liberties on its citizens, usually reserved for wartime and deploying military forces throughout what Canadian province? Can you repeat that again? Mm -hmm. In 1970... Action from members of a Canadian separatist group sparked a chain of events that led the Canadian government to invoke temporary suspension of civil liberties on its citizens. It's usually reserved for wartime and deploying military forces throughout what Canadian province? So this basically comes down to name a Canadian province. <laughs> um, but let's see, I'll go with one that Seems like the Texas of the U.S. or of Texas of Canada that wants to seed all the time. And let's try Quebec. Quebec is correct. Fun fact, and I found this out. So a lot of people, when they're naming Canadian provinces, will also name things like uh, Nunavut and Northwest Territory and Yukon Territory. Those are not provinces. All the ones on the north end are just territories. All the ones on the south are the actual provinces. Uh, all right, Bing, you got yours. So back to Alan, sir. And what's left? Uh, we've got fashion, literature, slang, and food. Fashion, uh, I will take literature. Literature? Pronounce the correct way. <laughs> <laughs> literature in the 80s. Stop that. <laughs> what comic strip by Berkeley Breathed, or Breathed, or Breathe, I'm actually not sure how to say that, from 1980 to 1989, examined events in politics and culture through the viewpoint of a fanciful small town in middle America where children often have adult personalities and vocabularies and where animals can talk. All of that sounds familiar. It's not right, but Bloom County? Bloom County is correct. Oh, man. It's a great comic strip. Ack. Thought I was going <laughs> to get the steal there. Comic strip. <laughs> All right, Bing. Let's try slang. Slang? It's going to be the 80s. And we have another question from Janelle. Thank you, Janelle. If someone at the table called you a Neo-Maxi-Zoom dweeby one morning, they might have just watched what movie from which the short-lived nickname derived. What was that again? Neo-what? <laughs> Neo-Maxi-Zoom dweeby. That doesn't sound familiar at all. Um, but if it's coming from the 80s, I'm just going to guess The Breakfast Club. The Breakfast Club is correct. All right, Alan, you got fashion and food. Uh, food. <laughs> Without hesitation. Food is going to be the 2000s. Around 2007, Pop-Tarts introduced what flavor? Perfect for those, for, for those cold winter mornings. Hot fudge. Hot fudge is incorrect. Bing, can you steal? I just had Pop-Tarts for breakfast this morning. And I basically have to go, well, pretty boring. I had unfrosted strawberry, but. That is absolutely um, boring. <laughs> yeah, it's completely boring. Um, I usually like 
something a little bit better, like uh, the cinnamon toast. Or but uh, so many flavors to choose from. I don't know. Cold winter mornings, they're all good for cold winter mornings. But I'll guess s'mores. S'mores is also incorrect. Uh, this was, I believe, a short-lived flavor. It did not last too much longer, I don't think. I've never seen it around since. Uh, this was hot chocolate. Oh, okay. That would have been my guess. I just couldn't, I, I didn't think they ever did that. That's pretty cool. All right, that leaves fashion for Bing. Drew, what, ca- uh, what and uh, fashion is going to be? is going to be in the 70s. What style of footwear with a thick sole, usually in the range of one to four inches, were particularly common during the disco era. No clue about shoes here. Six old disco. Ah, uh, no clue. I'll say go-go boots. Go-go boots is incorrect. Alan, can you steal? Are these just platform shoes? Platform is correct. All right, that is the end of round one. Drew, what is our score? Well, with that steal, Alan takes the lead 40 to 30. All right, let's see how they do in round two. All right, well, uh, Alan got to pick first in round one. So, Bing, you are going to pick for Alan to start off round two. What category would you like to give him? Let's go ahead and wind everything. Fashion it is. <laughs> Shocked. Fashion, this time around, is going to be the 80s. The origins of the new romantic and new wave fashion and music movement of the mid-1980s are often attributed to what group of people who frequented a specific club in London? Despite the name, none of them were alive for the German bombing campaign, and none of them were children. Dresden. Dresden is incorrect. Bing, can you steal? Can you repeat that? I know there's a lot of clues buried in there. The or- yeah, it would be rude if there wasn't. The-, <laughs> the origins of the new romantic and new wave fashion and movement and music movement of the mid 1980s are often attributed to what group of people who frequented a specific club in London. Despite the name, none of them were alive for the German bombing campaign, and none of them were children. The Bombing campaign. What did they call the bombing campaign campaign in London? Uh, well, there's the bombing in Germany. I I don't know. Um, something kids. Let's go with. I'll play off of that. I'll go Dresden kids. The Dresden kids is also incorrect. Uh, but you did. Um, you kind of got to the right area. You just called them the wrong thing. Uh, they were known for frequenting the Blitz Club in London, and it was the Blitz Kids. And they came to me uh, afterwards. Yeah, the London yeah. bomb was called the Blitz. Yeah, Blitz. Uh, it mm. included people uh, like Boy George, um, mm-hmm. David Bowie, guys like that who frequented that club. All right, Alan, which category do you want to give back to Bing? Literature. Literature is going to be the seventies. Set in Lorraine, Ohio, with Pocola as the central character. Which one of Toni Morrison's novels was published in 1970? Well, I only know one of her novels, so I guess I'm going to have to say Beloved. Beloved is incorrect. Alan, can you steal? Oh, there's a couple more. Um, The Bluest Eye? The Bluest Eye is correct. 
All right. Alan got the steal. Now, Bing, you got to give him a category. Which one's going to be? Well, let's go slang. Slang this time around is going to be 90s. What term made famous by the cult classic Clueless was used as an alternative to whatever, or in some contexts, no way? As if. As if is correct. All right, sir, what do you want to give back to Bing? Um, movies. Movies is going to be 2000. According to Napoleon Dynamite, who should you vote for? Uh, Pedro. Pedro is correct. All right, Bing, what do you want to give back to Alan? Uh, I'll give him television. All right, television is going to be the 50s. Steve McQueen didn't quite ride on a steel horse, but he was a cowboy in what 1958-61 to Western series about a bounty hunter in the Wild West of the 1870s? Have Gun Will Travel? Have Gun Will Travel is incorrect. Bing, can you steal? Nope. Um, I don't have a clue. 50s TV. Uh, I'll say Bullet. Bullet is also incorrect. Nobody picked up on my Bon Jovi clue uh, with the reference to the steel horse. On a steel horse I ride, I'm wanted dead or alive. Wanted dead or alive was the name of the show. I personally thought it was a brilliant clue. Well, you're sucking up and that's fine. You're also in New Jersey. <laughs> I don't know what that has to do with it, but it makes a little Bon Jovi bias. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, all right. Well, it wouldn't be an episode if I didn't get lost. Drew, where are we? Alan's picking for Bing. All right, there we go. We settled. I had to count backwards. That was that was <laughs> weird. Uh, music. Music is going to be the '80s. Julie Pankhurt, Patty Kelly, Kathy Davies, Mac Gilchrist and Julia Bellino, became famous in 1986 for being the fake backing band for what pop stars hit music video. Hmm. Can you repeat that? Mm-hmm. See if I can pick out those names. Julie Pankert, Patty Kelly, Kathy Davies, Mac Gilchrist, and Julia Bellino became famous in 1986 for being the fake backing band for what pop stars hit music video? I think I know this video. Who was the artist? Um, oh, no. Um, oh, what is that guy's name? Rick Astley. Rick Astley is incorrect. Alan, can you steal? Robert Palmer? Robert Palmer is correct. Uh, famous for being the backing band on Addicted to Love. Oh. Yeah. All right, Alan got the steal. Now, Bing, you got to give him a category. We've got toys and games, sports, news and politics, and food left. I'll give him food. Food? Going to be the 50s. Alvin and the Chipmunks were early mascots of what cereal created in 1957? Probably because of what was on their shirts. Alphabets? Alphabets is correct. All right, what do you want to give back to Bing? Uh, Let's... Uh, toys and games toys and games it's gonna be the 70s all right and we have another question from janelle thank you janelle this jolly fruit toy for babies was made by frischer price the toy made pleasing chime sounds as you rolled it and always stayed upright it had a smiley face and a stem on top 
This doesn't sound familiar at all. Jolly fruit toy with a stem on top. On top. Mm. Hoisted. I don't think I know this. Um, I'm just going to say a weeble. Weeble is incorrect. Alan, can you steal? Probably not. Um, I will say a happy apple. Happy apple is correct. No wow. way. Nice. Yes, it is. Wow. wow. I'm, I I just marked that wrong just when it was coming out of his mouth, and then you're like, it's correct. I was like, oh, okay. Well, they were simple back in the 70s. Apparently. All right. Well, Alan got the steal, so now, Bing, you got to choose between sports and news and politics. Uh, news and politics. That is going to be the 80s. Finish this famous phrase from 1988. Read my lips. So many things I want to say, but the right answer is no new taxes. No new taxes is correct. Liars. Liars. All right. That leaves sports for Bing. And sports this time around is going to be the 70s. In the aftermath of the 1972 Flood v. Con Supreme Court case, MLB negotiated a new collective bargaining agreement signed in 1976 that gave players a broad range of options as a what? Sounds like... Free agency? I'll say free agent. Free agent is correct. All right. That is the end of round two. Drew, what is our score going into the final round? Well, they both did well, but Alan did a little more well. It's 90 to 50 heading into the final. All right. Let's double check. I have 100, but I could be wrong. I thought so, too. Did I miss one somewhere? I have 100, too. All right, well, then it's 100 to 50, and it's a much closer game, and I'm a terrible scorekeeper. No, I'm going to double check. I don't double think check. that's a closer game, but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Math is hard. Well, oh, wait, no, 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 no. I mean, it, I do it... I do now only count nine. Hold on. Hold on. Nope, I got 10. I do have 10. All right. I miscounted. Yeah, it's 100 to 50. All right, well, we're at 100 to 50. Okay. Same and by closer kids. game, I meant like closer to a runaway. I didn't mean oh. scores uh-huh. were closer. All right, Alan, I'm going all in. I'll just go and say that. I'll give away my strategy here. Uh, uh, all right. Well, before you put in your bids, we need to find out what uh, categories are going in. Alan, Doesn't matter. I'm going all in. <laughs> Alan, since you were in the lead, which category do you want in the final round? Literature. Literature is going to be 60s. All right. And Bing. Uh, let's go. What's the most awful category I can pick out of here? Um, let's say fashion, but I think that would just be mean. Um, <laughs> no one says you have to be nice. Uh, you know what? Let's just go news and politics. News and politics is gonna be also the 60s. All right, gentlemen. So, based on 60s literature and 60s news and politics, go ahead and write down your bids. All in. Uh, my bid is in. Here is your 60s literature question. What 1969 children's picture book by Eric Carl devoured the competition, having sold over 50 million copies, been translated into more than 60 languages, won various awards, and been adapted for television? And your 60s news and politics question. We all know about Neil Armstrong and Buzz Aldrin's amazing accomplishment being the first two men to walk on the moon. Who was the third, doing so four months later, on Apollo 12? 
While our contestants are thinking about their answers, I, of course, want to send you right over to our website at thebfopnetwork.com. You can find all your nostalgic podcasting needs there. We've got a ton of different shows and a bunch of different subject matters. If you like uh, more cult classic-y movies from the 70s and 80s, uh, if you like just general pop culture stuff uh, to comic books, all kinds of stuff. we got one specifically for action movies, if that's your thing. So please go over to bfopnetwork.com and check that out today. All right. Anyone need a reread? No, I think I'm good. I'm good. All right. Well, let's find out which put Bing. Since you were behind, what were your answers to the questions? Well, I don't know very much about kids' books. I don't have any kids. I don't read. So uh, <laughs> let's go with uh, the very hungry caterpillar there. Um, for the other one, the third person on the moon, uh, I can't name many more astronauts besides you know, the first two. But uh, the other, only other guy I know that was on the moon was Alan Shepard. So I'll go with him. All right. Why am I not surprised that someone from Georgia Tech that they can't read. Uh, all right, Alan, <laughs> what were your answers to the question? Uh, for the first one, literature, I definitely also said Very Hungry Caterpillar. And for the third man on the moon, I said Pete Conrad. All right, well, let's find out the answers. In 60s literature, the, uh, the 1969 book from Eric Carle was indeed The Very Hungry Caterpillar. And the third person on the moon was Charles Pete Conrad. Nice. All right, so not much mystery here, uh, but let's find out uh, what our score was. Uh, Bing, how much did you wager? What was it? What did I say before? Uh, <laughs> I think you said zero. Uh, was that what I said? I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm sorry. That's your final score. <laughs> oh, right. Okay. Yeah. All in, all the time. Fake fake points. It's always all in. Uh, and Alan? Uh, I was conservative because I didn't know. Uh, I've only bet 20. All right. Drew, do that New Jersey math. Let us know what the All final right. score is. Well, uh, that is going to be 120 to zero. Alan is our winner today. Congratulations. All right. Before I let my contestants uh, do their little uh, speaking spiel, I first want to say thank you so much to my co-host, uh, Mr. Drew Buxbaum, for coming out and doing this so early in the morning. And, sir, do you have anything you would like to plug right now? Uh, yeah. You know, if you can't get enough trivia, uh, go check out Nerd Off. It's my podcast. Um, and I think I'm going to offer Bing an opportunity at a rematch. Uh, if you guys want to come on and rematch this, uh, I'll be more than happy to have you. I'd love to be on. Yeah, I'd be happy to be on. Maybe not against Alan. He's crushed me multiple <laughs> times in Learned League and here today. So congrats, Alan. And I would probably not face him again. <laughs> always, a pleasure. always a pleasure to, to play you, Bing. Uh, all right, Bing, now is your time if you want to uh, advocate for anything or plug anything. Uh, I think the same thing I'll plug that I usually plug here. Uh, encourage your kids to get a STEM education, science, technology, engineering, or math, so that you can go to a great school like Georgia Tech instead of some pseudo-university like UGA. Um, but, yeah, we need more engineers and science people in uh in America. All right. I'll let that one slide because I also tend to agree with it. Although I would say steam, but that's because I'm a music person. All right, Alan, you get the final word here. Um, nothing quite so highbrow. I will just say as a uh, owner of many rescue pets, I will say adopt, don't shop. Love it. All right. Thank you so much to Alan and Bing. That's Drew and I'm John. This was another episode 
of Throwback Trivia Takedown. Thank you for listening to Throwback Trivia Takedown. If you want to support the podcast or if you'd like to be a contestant, go to patreon.com forward slash throwback trivia takedown and pick a tier that's right for you. If you want to submit questions, you can email them to throwbacktriviatakedown at gmail.com. Please rate and review us on your preferred podcast platform. We'll see you next time when two new contestants go head-to-head in nostalgic knowledge on Throwback Trivia Takedown. Hey, everybody. I'm Tim. And I'm Dean. And we're the hosts of Talking Back. We're a retro-based podcast covering movies, comics, video games, and more. Check us out every Monday where we hit the rewind button and dig into some of our favorite content from the past. We like to keep things fun, lighthearted, and informative. Do you feel like you need more nostalgia in your life? Then check out Talking Back. We're available everywhere podcasts are found.